The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Daf Pevav. Today's daf is being studied the Ilun Shmat Abraham ben Esteruah Hashem Tenehenu Beganayden Amen. We begin today's daf on Pehe Amud Sheni and we will start it at uh, three, actually four lines from the bottom. Teshuvah Mechaperet. That should be noted uh, until this point. Uh, we discussed a few opinions regarding the Kapara that uh, Yom Kippur affords a person. So according to our Mishnah, the Mishnah's uh, shita was, if we could just go back for a minute, the Mishnah was like this, Al-Averot Kalot, Al-Aseh lot Actually, we'll start here. Teshuvah Mechaperet Al-Averot Kalot, the Teshuvah is Mechaperet on the light Averot. Averot Kalot, like we said, person is Mevatel, let's say, Mitzvat Aseh. That was considered Averot Kalot. The person makes Teshuvah, so his sin is forgiven. Then it says, Al Aseh Ve'al Lot Aseh. On the Mitzvot Aseh and the Mitzvot Lot Aseh, which means, according to the opinion uh, of our Mishnah, uh, Teshuvah also has a Kapara even for Mitzvot Lot Aseh. Now, the Alachamurot, now regarding Hamurot, the uh, serious, uh, severe Lot uh, says, who tole, so the Teshuvah is pending, according to Rashid, that means the Teshuvah stays off the punishment, which is the Teshuvah does affect it, that it will delay the punishment for those type of sins. Until Yom Kippur comes and is Mechaper. So that was the Shita. Of the Mishnah that Kippur is mechaper for the Lot Aseh Hamurot. What does it mean, Hamurot? So we explain these are the ones that have, let's say, a punishment. Mitat Beddin, Sekila, Serefa, Herik Lahenik, according to some opinions, even Malkut is considered Hamurot. Certainly the Mizvat Aseh Hamurot would be the ones that have Karet, that would be the Mbila and Bevatil uh, Korban uh, Pesah. Then we read a Shita in the Gemara. The Gemara called a Shita of Rabbi. Rabbi has a very interesting shita. Rabbi says, no, Yom Kippurim is mechaper. Uh, it's actually mechaper even without teshuvah. Just the fact that a person goes through Yom Kippurim, you don't even need a uh, teshuvah. The day itself is mechaper. So the Tosfot uh, Yishrimov has a question. Uh, if that's the case, why was the Beit HaMikdash ever destroyed? 
Mechaulah, no matter whatever sin that they made, according to the B, they always pass through a Kippur. A Kippur is a whitewash, it cleans up all the sins. So Mechaulah, there should never been a destruction. So, different answers are said over here. Some say, uh, that's what the Shanim says, that according to the B, Yom Kippurim is poter from Karet. However, he says, Ero Mechaper Kapara Gemura. It's not a complete kapara, it gets rid of the karet, so therefore they still need some measure of teshuvah. The Minhaf gives another answer, he says, uh, simple. What was the sin in the first bit of Mikdash? Abu According to even Rabbi, Abu is not mechaper uh, automatically. Abu Dazara is one of those items where you have to make teshuvah. And in the second bit of Mikdash, what was the sin? Sinat Hanam, that's bin Adam Nahabiro. Bin Adam Nahabiro Kippur is not mechaper even according to Rabbi. So that's the way uh, he answers that. Now, the Gemara goes on to give another shita here. Comes the Gemara and says, Teshuvah mechaperet on averot kalot. Teshuvah is mechaperet on the light averot. If we can say that, al whether it's positive or negative. So the Gemara says, Hashta alot mechaperet. She tell me that the Teshuvah is able to atone for mitzvot. Lot the after telling that it's mechaper uh, on ase, which means the assumption of the Gemara is that a mitzvah ase automatically is lighter than a lot ase. So if the Mishnah tells me to has the ability to mechaper on the heavy, on the lot ases, certainly on the uh, ases as well. So to that, the Gemara, so why does Mishnah have to say that? So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Achikamar. This is what the Mishnah means to say. Which means he redefines for us our Mishnah. When the Mishnah says Mitzvat Aseh, it's a Mitzvat Aseh. Teshuvah Mechaper. But what type of Lot Ta'aseh? A Lot Ta'aseh that can be fixed by an Aseh. That's called the Lav Hanitak. Which means, a guy transgresses the Lotase, but it's not a strong Lotase, it's fixable. It's called the Lavanitak. An example of a Lavanitak, well, we have to look for a Lavanitak, uh, let's say, case of Shilu uh, Hakin. Torah says that what? That when you have the bird's nest and the mothers are on the, uh, the uh, eggs, so you have to send the mother. Right? So therefore, let's say a person, he took the uh, eggs and he didn't chew the uh, mother. So therefore, he was over. Right? You didn't send the lotikah. It says, lotikah ha'em You cannot take the um, the eggs when the mother is there. So you transgressed. But the Torah says, what? Shalach tishalach. You can fix it. So therefore, that would be a lav. It's a lot of can be fixed. So then when the Mishnah says that what? The Mishnah says that the Teshuvah is mechaperet. On Aseh ve lot It's not talking about a major lot of Because you have your question. If you tell me on a major lot of so a kochiken No, no. You have to say both. Because we're not talking about a, we're talking about a light lot Because this is a light lot Because it can be fixed. It can be undone. So therefore, that's what the Mishnah means. So the Gemara says, uh, Urminu, to this, we have a question. What's the question? Eluhen kalot. The following sins are considered kalot, light. 
עשה ולא תעשה. זאת אומרת, מה תעשה, פוזיטיב או נגטיב, חוץ מלא תישא. Everything except for the sin of not to say, saying God's name in vain. Why would saying God's name in vain be in a separate category of not to say? Because by that pasuk, uh, in the Aser Deberot, it says, Ki lo God will not forgive somebody that says his name in vain. But it's mashma over here, that everything else is considered in the category of kapara. But any Aser, of course, and any Lot Aser. So now you tell me, no, Teshuvah only affects Lot Aser, Shinitak La Aser. What are you talking about? From this statement of Esma, brother, all Lot Aser is categorized in one group, except for Lot Aser. So the Gemara says, Lot Aser, when it says Lot Aser, it doesn't only mean Lot Aser. Anything that's like lotisa, meaning any uh, hamur one, which means any lotase that has stringencies similar to lotase, teshuvah alone cannot be mechaper. So therefore, we're back to our view. That's correct. Therefore, the shemesh only mechaper on lotase shenitak. Ah, you said over here lotisa is the only exception. Lotisa and many that are like lotisa that have their stringencies. Look at Rashi. They call the damil lo taase gamur. It's a regular lo taase that cannot be fixed. That's called a lo taase gamur. Right? Tashema. Come and listen. The biuda omir. Kol shihu milotisa ulmata. Anything that's from lotisa and beneath it, meaning in in strength, in power, uh, in immensity, which means Lotus has a heavy sin, it's a strict sin. Pasuk says, So anything that's beneath Lotisa, Tishuvah mechaperet. Tishuvah has the ability to mechaper. Milotisa on ma'ala. But anything from Lotisa and above, I mean, that's the uh, the cutoff point. Lotisa is the level, let's say. Teshuvah tole. Right? The Teshuvah is pending. Like we said, according to Rashi, the Teshuvah stays off the punishment. Right? So you see again that uh, you have over here a different uh, system. It's not the Gemara saying the name of Rabbi Yehuda that anything from Lotisa Ulmata, there is already uh, Teshuvah is Mechaper. And you're coming to tell me that only Lavani tax. La'aseh, right? Only a lot ta'aseh, that's titak. Here it's saying no, it's, uh, it's coming to tell even more than that. Just anything that's less than a lotisa. That's what I said, no, lotisa v'chodedamile. Same answer. Which means anything that is like lotisa. So therefore, really, only lotaseh uh, gamur is not going to be mechaper. However, lavani tax that's not similar to lotaseh, it will be mechaper. So that's really the same answer, which means you're right. Anything that's similar to lotisa, there is no uh, kapara for on teshuba alone. But things that are not similar to lotisa, which would be like a lavani tak laaseh in echrame, there would be kapara. Kol damile. Comes the Gemara and says, Tashema, come and listen. Lefi sheneemar bechorev teshuvah. By Har Sinai, that's chorev. The concept of teshuvah was proposed. Why? What did the Torah say? By by chorev. 
So it said the word Vinake. Right? It said that God forgives. Vinake. That she says. Where was that actually said? After the Jewish people worshipped the calf, when Moshe Rabbeinu came to pray, one of the things he said was, And God forgives. When Moshe Rabbeinu said, That God forgives, was he even saying God forgives on the sin of Lot saying God's name in vain? Because the Pasuk says, So there were obviously there's certain things that are non forgivable. Maybe all Lotases are not subject to Teshuvah. Talmud Lomar et Shemo. It says, So, Yeah, there's no Teshuvah per se for saying his name in vain. But what for other Lotases, not only Lavanitax, for other Lotases, there is, Teshuvah is working. So we go back to the Biyudah. How did you tell me above that Teshuvah only works for Lotases that are Nitaq? From this statement over here, Smashwa Vinakeh applies to everything. What's the Loyinakeh only on? Lotasah. But every other type of Hayubeh Lav, Teshuvah, affects. So therefore, how do you say uh, that only on a Lav and Nitaq? That the Gemara says, Tana'ehi. Actually, it's a Machloket Tana'im. Yeah, we have a, so if a view that does have support, uh, actually a tana that is with him. The tanya we have a bright. Alma teshuva mechaperet. What is teshuva mechaper for? Al aseh va'alot aseh shenitak la'aseh. Finish. So we found a bright that like the view that now. Va'alma teshuva tole ve'yom kipuri mechaper. Ah, so what's the? What do you need kipur for then? So the Gemara says al kiritut. I think it's a hayav karet ba'al mitot bedin. Okay, and that's punishable by uh, the four punishments of bedin. Ba'al lot ta'ase gamur. But on regular lot ta'ase that are not fixable. So therefore, it comes out that this is a very, very important shita over here. Which is according to this teshuva will uh, affect ases, according to everybody. Uh, according to the Buddha, it will affect only the weak lot ta'ases. That's the lot ta'aseh that are nitak. And uh, kippur is mechaper for the lot ta'aseh of kiritut, of mitot bedin, and the regular lot ta'aseh. Amar mor, we had a statement. We said by the egel, what did it say? Venake. Right? It says that God forgives. So Tarat Gebara says, Minalan. Which means, uh, how do we know that when it says over here, Venakeh, uh, how do we know this Venakeh uh, over here is referring to uh, the Teshubah? So it says, Detanya, because we have a Braita. Rabbi Lazar Omer, Iyifshar Lomar Nakeh, Shekevan Neemar Loyinakeh. The Pasuk says, Venakeh, Loyinakeh. So therefore we have to understand it. It cannot mean that you get Teshubah, because the Bazook says, Lo you're not going to get Teshubah. Now, we have Shalom Lo Yenakeh. Shekivah Neymar, Nakeh. 
Because the Pasuk says Nakeh. So it's basically the Gemara saying, how do you square off Nakeh, lo yinakeh? Hakeh said, Menakehu l'shavin. Ve'enu menakeh l'she'en an'shavin. That's simple derasha. Yes, you get cleaned up if you make Teshuvah. Menakeh. But lo yinakeh, you're not going to get cleaned up in a tone if you don't make Teshuvah. Sha'al Rav Matya ben Harash et Rabbi Azar ben Azariya beromi. In Rome. Shamat Kapara. Says, I heard that there is four categories of Kapara. That she says, Shahalukin Which means there's four different categories that have different procedures in order to atone and get Kapara. Shaya Rabbi Ishmael Doresh, because actually Rabbi Ishmael used to say, Amar Shiloshahin. He said there's actually really three categories. The Teshuvah im Kolehad Vehad. Teshuvah you don't count as a separate category, because Teshuvah really is needed in all the categories. So the question is, do you count Teshuvah as its own category, or do they put Teshuvah as inclusive in the other categories? Now, again, what I will explain. Category number one. Aval al First opinion says, yeah, the first category I should say is a guy transgressed the mitzvah aseh. Like we said yesterday, he didn't shake the lulav on uh, Sukkot. He makes teshuvah, he doesn't move from where he is till he gets teshuvah, meaning his teshuvah is immediate. Shreemar, shuvu banim shovavim. That she says, Shuvu Banim, and then the end of that Pasuk uh, says, Irpa, I will heal you. So that she says, Umiyad Irpa, you will get healed immediately. Lamata, she is Averash Mechapirit Bechubalibada. Just by Shuvu. Shuvu return, and you get healed. That's what the Mitzvah Ase. Avar Alot Ase, Ba'asa Teshuvah. When again, she did a lot Ase, and you did Teshuvah. Teshuvah Tole. So we said the Teshuvah pens, pending. The Yom Kippurim mechaper. Shne Emar ki bayom azay yechaper alechem mikol hatotechem. And what is that referring to? That pasuk. There's a certain sin that Kippurim mechaper. Ki bayom azay yechaper. So this category teaches us what? It's on lot tases. Now, not all tases. Not not all lot tases. Because the next category is Avar al kiritut umitot beddin. You did something better than hayaf karet or mitat beddin. Vaasat teshuva, teshuva v'yom kipurim tolin. So the teshuva and kipur are pending. The yisurin and markin. Right? Not until yisurin barmenan come and they clean up. Shneimar ufakadti b'shevet b'shalam ubengaim avonam. God says that I will uh, hit them b'shevet b'shalam with the stick for their sins ubengaim and with affliction avonam. So therefore, you see what that she says lamata sheish averas shesricha yisurin. Umistavra akal lekala b'hamula hamula. It's mistaber that. Uh, it's a more severe type of sin. And what's that going to be? A lot of sin that has karet or mitat bedin. Abal, mishiyesh halul Hashem beyado. But if a person has the sin of halul Hashem, that she says halul Hashem is peshat over here, 
that it is choteu machati ahirim, that his actions are sinful and cause others to sin, because others are going to learn from his actions, in, let's just get the Agotabah here, in koach lo b'tshuvah, Litlot, Everything is pending until death itself. This Avon will not be atoned for until death itself. She says, Amar Navi. The Nabi says, In my ear, God told me, She's But we just deducing that there's a certain sin out there that is punishable by death. It's only atoned, atoned by death, I should say. And that is what? Hashem. So it comes out. Let's just try to review very quickly the different shitot that we've seen over here on the kapara. Everybody agrees, it seems, on a mitzvah aseh, teshuvah alone is able to be mechaper. Right? We have already a shita of the Yehuda that explained our Mishnah that on lot uh, ta'aseh as well, that our nitakla aseh, teshuvah also is uh, being mechaper. So what do you need kippur for? Kippur you need for lot ta'aseh gamurs. Only on the main lot ta'aseh. Now we're seeing in this Braita that we just quoted a different Shita. Teshuvah only works for Ases. All, not all, some Lota Ases. Mechaper Yom Kippur. However, Lota Ases that have Karet or Mitat Beti, then already you need Kippur plus a measure of Yisurin. So those are the uh, different Shitot that we see in the Kapara levels. Comes the Gemara and says, Hechidame Hilul Hashem. What constitutes a Hilul Hashem? So Amarav, Rav says, Kegon Ana, which means taking me and his example, Ishakilna Besra Metavha. If I would take meat from the butcher, and I would not make payment immediately. What's the Qilul Hashem on this? So that she says, right, When I delay paying, let's say the butcher will say, well, Look, the rabbi is not paying, and as long as he doesn't pay, he's stealing the meat. That will learn from me to be loose when it comes to the laws of Gezel. Which means if the rabbi doesn't have to pay immediately, so that already is going to cause others to become lax in the suit of Gezel. So this is a different type of Hilul Hashem than we're accustomed to talk about. This is not a Hilul Hashem we're worried what the Goyim are going to say. This is a Hilul Hashem that causes others to be lax in observance. Amar Abaye, so Abaye uh, restricts this case. This is only talking in a place where they don't come and uh, collect payment. In certain places you get credit and the butcher comes to the house to, to collect. 
Aval but in the town that the customer the butcher goes around to collect the payments of the houses, let There's no problem. If credit is the normal thing, so then already uh, there's no, no problem. The butcher will come to the rabbi's house and collect. But we're talking about over here where there's no, normally credit. The guy doesn't come and collect. You got to pay on your own. So therefore, when he doesn't show up, so that's already going to create a halul Look at Rashi. Beatra de lo tibay sheen derech atabach lelech v'litbawa akafotav. Which is when it's incumbent upon the customer to drop off his money, then it is Hadud Hashem. Because the butcher says, hey, where's the guy? He bought meat today, then he didn't show up. So therefore, the longer he delays, or the way that I've said it, if he doesn't pay it immediately, that's considered Hadud Hashem on his level. Amar Ravina, Ravina explained, The place called Matam Mahsayan Bavil, Atra Dittavayu. That happens to be a place that the butcher does go around and collect the money, so therefore you have no problem with Hanul Hashem over there. Kibara says, Abaye, Kedeshakil Bisram Mitresh Shutfeh. Abaye, when he would buy meat by the butcher, but there was two partners. So now the partners weren't always together. So if he's going to pay one partner, the other partner is going to say, hey, the rabbi didn't pay. So then what would he do? He would make sure to pay Azuz to both the partners. Then the partners together would get together and they would say, Oh, you got paid also, you got paid. They would make Hajbun, they would give Abiyya credit for the next time. But he wouldn't leave until both of them knew that he actually paid. Rashi says, because which means if he would walk for a moth in the street without thinking Torah or without wearing tefillin, that already is Hanul Hashem. Why? She says, Not everybody's going to know that I'm tired or that I'm uh, uh, weak. They're going to learn from me that you don't always have to learn. Look, the rabbi's walking in the street and he's. You know, it's obviously they could, I guess, tell that his lips are not moving, or, you know, he doesn't have his tefillin on, so then when he'll treat, he'll bring them to a more lax attitude in the attitude. That's already considered Hayyul Hashem. It should be uh, noted that uh, I saw uh, brought down that it's interesting how these rabbis classified uh, Hayyul Hashem's. When the rabbis were surveyed, what's considered a halul Hashem? So, the common answer that they said was, whether it was Rav or Rabbi Yohanan, Kegon Ana, which means, for me, a halul Hashem would be if I do this. Now, it would be interesting to note that if we would survey people in our generation, what is considered a halul Hashem? So, the knee-jerk response would be to point fingers to somebody else where Hilul Hashem is. Those guys are making Hilul Hashem, that group, that faction. Jesus, Hilul Hashem, 
Nobody contributes to Halud Hashem. It's always, it's always the other guy. So it seems, look how great our rabbis were and how self-critical they were of themselves. That when they were discussing the subject of Hashem, first they looked inward, they pointed an incriminating finger against themselves. They said, For me, Halul Hashem would be if I do this. It seems that that's the Musar of the Gemara, the Kegon Ana. That you can't point fingers out when it comes to these things. First, has to work on himself and say, how am I contributing to the Hilul Hashem? And then he has to fix it. Yitzhak Deber Rabbi Yanai Amar Kol Shehaverab Midbayeshin Mahmat Shemuato. Which means, uh, if a person's friends are embarrassed from that guy's reputation and the uh, the stories that are being told about him, that's already Hadul Hashem. She says, if your behavior is causing your friends to be embarrassed of uh, what you're doing, that already is considered Hadul Hashem. That means you, you went over the uh, you went over the border. That she says, Mahmad Shimra Hayyose Alav. Right? Because it's bad reputation. Amar of Nahman Bar Yishak. Kegon de Ka'amre Inche. It's like what the people would say, Shara le mare le planya. It's like when the people would say regarding a person, that she says, Yimhol yotzro al ma'asav. Which is if it gets to the state where the guy's friends are saying, Shem should forgive him. She's dead already, you know, the guy's involved in, in bad stuff. And that's already Hadun Hashem. Other Rishonim learn differently. Other Rishonim say that when people say, which means it seems that God has made a lot of things permissible for this guy. Where they're saying it uh, in, uh, sarcastically. They're saying, oh, it seems this guy has uh, you know, a lot of hitirim over here that nobody else has. And that already is a Hadul Hashem. We have a Braita. Right? The Pasuk says that you have to love God. So the Gemara says, that doesn't only mean you have to love God, but that you have to act in a certain way that causes God to be loved. Because that's part of the Mizmah of loving God. If you love somebody, so therefore you want everybody else to know how, uh, how special and how important that, that thing is. So therefore you have an obligation to endear God on others. She, how, how do you do that? Shekore, of course you have to learn Mikra, you have to learn Hummash, Torah Shabikhtab, Vishone, you have to learn Mishnah. Mishnah Mishnah Midihakamim. That refers to the study of Gimaran Talmud, the reasons of the Mishnayot. Umatano and his uh, business dealings, Bahids, he has to transact honestly in business. Vidiburo Hagotabahids Benachat Imabiriot. He has to talk softly to the people. He has to be amicable. What are the people going to say about such a person? Fortunate is the father of such a person that he taught him Torah. Fortunate is his rabbi that taught his fellow Torah. Woe to the people that don't study Torah. This fellow that studies Torah, look how pleasant his ways 
כמה מתוקנים מעשיו, how straight, how מתוקן, how proper is his actions. עליו הכתוב אומר, ויאמר לי עבדי אתה ישראל אשר בך את פסוק and acts correctly so the people will directly connect his behavior to the Torah and they'll say if this is religion this is a good thing if this is the Torah that he's studying Ashrav fortunate his father that taught him fortunate is his rabbi that taught him which means the people will link his behavior to the uh, religion and therefore it's a good, uh, a good he's a good ambassador because he's making the religion love he's making God love Abal מי שקורא ושונר משמש תלמידי הקיימים, a person learns, he even studies תלמוד, ואין משא ומתנו באמונה, but he doesn't transact honestly, ואין דיבורו בנחת עם הבריות, he doesn't speak nicely to the people and softly, מה בריות אומרות עליו, what do the people say about such a person? אוי לא לפלוני שלימד תורה. Woe to such a person that studied Torah. Oy lo le'aviv shalimdo Torah. Woe to the father of such a person that taught him Torah. Oy lo le'rabbo shalimdo Torah. Ploni shalimad Torah. This fellow studied Torah. Reu kama mekulkalim ma'asav. Look how destructive his actions are. The kama mekhu'arim derachav. How ugly are his ways. Ve'arav ve'katuv omer. Anem. The pasuk says... באמור להם עם השם אלה ומארסו יסעו. Now what is that passage referring to? רש"י. באמור להם עם השם אלה את זו קרא כתוב חילול השם. This passage is referring to חילול השם. כשאדם חשוב עובר עבירה, right, when a poor person, let's say, makes a sin, ופורענות באה עליו. Right, he gets punished. והכל אומרים, מה הועילו לו? Where did it help him all his religion? ראה החסדים והחכמים ראה באה עליהם, which means you see the חסידים, or you see the חכמים, they have פורענות come on them, עליהם שנאמר ויחללו את שם קודשי. It says in the Pazud that they desecrated God's name. ובמה חללו? How did they מחלל שם השם? באמור עליהם הנוכלים, what the Goyim say, שגלו ביניהם, that they went into exile, לאורם השם אלה. Which means the Goyim are going to come out and look at the nation of God. These are the good people, look at they're getting punished. ולא יכול להצילם, and God can't save them. שלא יגלו. נמצא שם שם מתחלל לכודום את מעט, which means, these are talking about the fakers. Which is the guys are learning, and the guys are studying, and they're doing all these things. But what? They have averot, which means they're not doing the, the, the business correctly, they're not uh, talking to people correctly. And all of a sudden what happens? They get punished. So what happens as a result? So the Goyim are going to come along and say, This is the nation of God. These are God's children. What happened? They're exiled. And therefore it creates a great Hidul Hashem that God has to punish His children. Amar Rab Hamma. Rab Hamma said, Bar Hanina. Gedolat Teshuvah. Teshuvah is great. It brings healing to the entire world. The whole world is cured because of Teshuvah. 
שנאמר ערפה משובותם אוהבם נדבה הפסוק שזה אוהב ערפה משובותם I will heal their משובותם from their return אוהבם נדבה God says, I will love them. I will love them uh, freely. Or how, how you learn? Which is the point is, the fact that the Pasuk says, It says God is going to cure everybody. The world is going to become healed as a result of even one person's Teshuvah. Uh, one pasuk says, "Shuvu banim shovavim." God says, uh, "Return my sons." Shuvu banim shovavim. Shovavim means like wayward, wayward children. The meikara shovavim atem. Originally, the pasuk calls us before teshuvah. We're shovavim. We're wayward. Uchtiv, but the pasuk also says, "Erpa mishuvotechem." I will heal those that are returning. <coughs> now, it seems that one type of guy is called a shovav. And another type of guy just says, I will heal them. He's not called a shovav. So make up your mind. There's a guy who doesn't, before he makes the shovav, one person calls him a wayward. And one person says, I'll heal him. I'll heal him at his return. But he's not called a wayward. How that work? So it depends, which means there's two types of teshuvah. There's teshuvah mi'ira, that's out of fear, fear of punishment, let's say. And then there's teshuvah me'ahava. Teshuvah me'ahava, he's doing it because he loves Bori Olam. Teshuvah mi'ira, that already the pasuk says he's still considered a shuvah. He's still considered wayward. However, teshuvah me'ahava, actually let's read Rashi. Actually, let's read Rashi. Look at uh, Rashi. The Meikalash Shovevim Atem. See Rashi Shovevim? Shuvu Banim Shovevim? Kishetasut Shuvah. When you make the Shuvah, Maraleani Alechem Kilu Techilat Achet Al Yedin Naru Veshtut Veshovavut. God considers when a person makes the Shuvah Meahava, God says, Ah, you know what? That sin that you did was just like uh, you were a wayward child, like a kid. You know, he gets into trouble, he makes a mistake, and all that. God downplays the sin and calls the sinner, Ah, you're a shovab, you're like a uh, you know a wayward child, which is downplaying the sin. However, uchtib irpa masma bikan When God has to say, I will heal you, it's masma that there was a blemish. That was internal in the person, and God has to heal. But even after God heals, there's a, there's a wound over there. So therefore, it passed worse. So therefore, the Gemara says, "What can me'ahava?" Which means when a guy makes the shuvah me'ahava, then God already downplays the sin and says, "Ah, you were like a wayward child. Don't worry about it." However, when God when the person makes the shuvah me'ah, God says, "I'll heal you." But it's much there's still scars. There's still uh, there's still damage over there. So obviously, the shuvah me'ah is Less good. Okay. The viewed ah teshuvah mehava means that a person recognizes like a father. A person has a father. Uh, he uh, rebels against his father. Uh, he comes and has re- uh, 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 penitence, 
Not because his father's going to smack him. The person's already old. He's 25 years old. The father's not going to hit him. So he's not worried about punishment. He's not worried about his father. He's going to dock him anymore. So what's the reason why the son comes to the father and begs for Teshuvah? Because he recognizes... This is, uh, this is my father over here. This is my, uh, how much do I owe him? How much do I, am I obligated to him? So therefore it's coming out of love. Is that coming because you're fearing any, uh, you know, repercussion or consequence? Because uh, you come to the conclusion that uh, it's my father. I love him. That's the same thing with Bonnie Olam. You're not worried about uh, points and all that. Now, of course, Teshuvah is a very high level. Halvai, we should be zochet teshuvah mirah, yirat ha'onish, even which is the lowest form of yirah. That already is considered a, 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 a praiseworthy madrega. In any event, comes the Gemara and says, Rav Yudah Rameh Ketiv. Rav Yudah brought a contradiction in Pesukim. Ketiv, one Pesukim says, Shuvu banim, shovavim. Right? Return wayward children. Erpa mishuvotechem. Right? You will get healed from your, mishuvotechem, uh, from your return. Uchti, but we have another Pesuk that says, Let's find that Pasuk. Zayin. Hine Anochi Baalti Bachem Velakati Etchem Ehad Meir Ushnaim Memishpaha. God says in the Pasuk, Hine Anochi, behold. I am ruling over you or mastering over you and I'm going to punish you. I'm going to take one from every city, two from every family. Now, the first pasuk calls them banim. Calls the children of Israel children. This pasuk of God sounds like we're slaves because God is saying I'm going to master over you. So what's the... What's the difference? Look at Ashi for a second. Ashi says, "Ketiv shuvu banim al ma baalit teshuva kiruim banim." At shuvu banim, after we make the show, we consider children again. Uchtiv ki anuchi baalti bachem al ma avadim mikrut. By the way, even after the show, we're still called servants. That Gemara answers the same answer. Ka lakasha kan me ava o me yira. When are we considered uh, children? If you make the shuvah, even if you make the shuvah, mirah kan al yisuri. But when is a person called a slave? That's only when he makes the shuvah after he has to get affliction, has to get punished. That's she. Kan me'avah mirah kiruim banim. Kan al yedei yisurin shedoshavu ad shinit yisuru biyisurin. They didn't return to God until they got. Smitten with punishment. Kiruin Avadim. Then they considered Avadim. This opinion is making Ahava and Yir'ah even. For Banim. For, for the status of Banim. That's even. Correct. Like yeah, for Linyan Banim. Okay. Linyan Banim. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Rabbi Levi. Gedolat Teshuvah. Teshuvah is great. Shemagat Ad Kavod. A person's Teshuvah reaches the highest levels. To God Himself. To the throne. Shreemar, Shuvah Yisrael Ad Hashem Elohecha. Which means the Teshuvah that a person makes reaches Ad Hashem Elohecha, meaning up to God. Kemara continues. Amar B'yohanan Gedolat Teshuvah Shedokhe Et Lo Ta'aseh Shebatorah. Teshuvah goes against the principle 
of one of the negative commandments in the Torah. What is that negative commandment in the Torah? A guy sends his wife out, meaning he divorces his wife. She went from him, and she went, she got married to somebody else. Is he allowed now to take her back? The laws know that once a lady gets divorced and she goes to marry somebody else, the first husband cannot take her back. Which means the the land will be considered Hanef. How does it explain Hanef? It'll be uh, 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 found guilt upon. Okay, there'll be guilt. Okay, there's a certain if such a thing would happen. First husband to take back the, the wife after she did such a thing, if she got married again, this is uh, this is guilt. However, what does God say? But God says, what happened? We were married, so to speak. We're married to Moriyalat Kivyachon, and what do we do? We go out and we. Uh, go and embrace other uh, other uh, things that are against God. That's considered uh, yeah. going marrying somebody else. And what did Boreolam say? I take you back. Make this right, take you back. So the principle of Teshuvah goes against a principle of the Torah itself. The Torah says once you go somewhere else, you can't come back. But here, God says, even though you went somewhere else, oh, I'm the husband, I take you back in Teshuvah. So that she says, Lo batura, lo rishon. Right, that principle of Lo Yuchal Rishon, the Shuv, this uh, is principle of Teshuvah changes that. Comes Pasuk says, Abar Rabbi Yonatan. Gedolat Teshuvah. Shemivia et geula. In the zechut of Teshuvah, the redemption comes. Shneemar uba lesiyon goel ul shabe fesha beYaakov. Matam uba lesiyon goel. Why is the redeemer going to come? Vishum de shabe fesha beYaakov. Because God forgave the peshaim of Yaakov. So you see, Teshuvah is a catalyst for the geula. Amar shlakish gedola Teshuvah. It has the ability to turn intentional sins, zedonot, into shigagot, into unintentional. It lowers the uh, the uh, immensity of the sin. Shnei Amar, Shuvah Yisrael Adashem Elohecha Ki Chashalta Ba'avonecha. The Prophet says, Shuvah Yisrael, return to God. Ki Chashalta Ba'avonecha. Now those two words are. Uh, different terminologies. Kashalta means you tripped up, you made a mistake. Kishalon. Avonecha means mezid. How could you trip up and make a mistake on a mezid? Kashalta doesn't fit with the word avonecha. So the Gibraltar says, Ha avon mezidu. But we know the word avon implies intentional. Vekakari le mikshol. But the Torah calls it mikshol. Which is after Teshuvah. Your avonot are considered kashalta. Your avonot are considered as if you just did a shogeg, which is a slow word. Hidi, we have a contradiction. What do you mean? It says teshuvah can not only turn them into a shogeg, the sins, but can actually turn them around into mitzvot. Shneemar, 
when the Rasha is going to return from his bad ways and he's going to repent so it's mashma alehem from the sins themselves who yihyeh means the sins themselves are going to end up bringing him life so it means the sins are turned out to be thought lakashya kan me'ahava kan me'ira'a same answer it depends how he makes his teshuvah if it's me'ira'a they go up to kam shogigin if he does it me'ahava it becomes mitzvot. So I heard once an explanation that with this Gemara we can explain the Gemara Berachot. The Gemara Berachot says that what b'mkom shemalit teshuva omdim em sadikim gemurim yichodim naamod. In the place where malit teshuva stands, even the greatest sadikim cannot cannot stand. Jeez, it seems that malit teshuva have an advantage. They're going to be on a higher level than even the uh, even the sadikim gemurim. So explanation is like this. A guy who's about to shuvah, you could assume he had more sins in his life, even than the tzaddik had mitzvot. So therefore, when the Ba'at teshuvah makes a teshuvah me'ahava, all those sins that he did are going to turn into mitzvot. And therefore, because he had so many sins that turned into so many mitzvot, therefore he's going to be on a higher madriga because of this principle. But there's another derasha on this pasuk, Shuvah Yisrael ad Hashem Eloheka, Ki chashalta ba'avonecha. Mephashim say that when a person makes a sin, b'shogeg, that's an indication God will not bring the sin, b'shogeg, to him, unless once in his life he was a mezid. Which means if a person went willingly to transgress the sin, then already... But Olam will bring him to a shogeg. A famous story of uh, two people that were captured or they were brought uh, uh, in Spain. And uh, they were by the Goyim. They were Jewish. But they couldn't show their Jewishness. And each one was taken to a different house to eat. And they got to the homes and they ate. And uh, one of them, it was found out that he was taken to a house of one of the Moranos of Spain. And he ended up eating for however long he was there, kosher food. And the other one went to a regular house of a goy and he ate taref. So when they came back to meet each other, there was the guy that ate taref said, why did God do this to me over here? Why did, was, was I brought to the house and eating tarfiyot and you, you, got the, you went to the house where they're eating uh, kasher? What's the logic? So the rabbi explained to him, he says, in your life did you ever go willingly and eat taref? So he, he blushed, he said once, we went on a picnic, and we had not kosher wine, and not kosher meat, but many years ago. So this, once already you did it, b'mezid, you lost your protection. Now you're subject even to shogeg. But this man over here, since he protected himself as much as he can, so therefore he never got to even a shogeg. And that's what says, Shuva ki You know why it is kishanon? Ba'avonecha. The only reason why there's shogeg, sikashalta, is because ba'avonecha, because there is mezid. Kansi Gemaran says, Amar of Yitzchak, Ami b'ma'arava, Meshemeh de Rabbah bar Mori. Bore, Shiloh ke midat ha-kadosh baruch hu, midat basar badam. The ways of God are not like the ways of basar badam, flesh and blood. Midat basar badam, are human beings, makni'it et havero. 
Okay, we go back. Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Nachmani Amar Rav Yonatan Gedolat Teshuva Shemarechet Yamav Ushtotav Shel Adam Good, Teshuva elongates a person's life. Shneemar Ushuv Rasham Rishato When a person is going to make a Teshuva Ve'asam Mishpat Ustaka Alehim Hu Yichyeh He will actually have life. That the way of God is not like the way of human beings. A person, let's say, is maknit his friend. He is, uh, he needles him. He causes him, uh, you know, uh, he offends him. Okay? So now go to Bach. We're reading now just to get to Girsa. Safik mit payes. Right, safek mit payes emenu, safek in mit payes emenu. It's questionable if he becomes appeased or not. I mean, you have to go appease him now because you did a sin. It's questionable if the guy's going to accept appeasement or not. Vim tomar mit payes emenu. And even if you want to say he got appeased, safek mit payes emenu bidvarim, safek in mit payes bidvarim. We don't know if it's going to be an appeasement. A verbal appeasement. Maybe the guy's going to want compensation. Maybe the guy's going to want money. Would you even to appease the guy, it's not supposed to be, you can just tell him, I'm sorry, and the guy's going to accept it. Sometimes it's got to be more than that. Guy goes and commits avor, he does a sin. All God says, just come to me with some words, and I get appeased, which means... The way it's not like human beings is number one, God is always appeased. So he's not a sephic. And he's always appeased with words. You don't have to give him anything. Then the prophet, you know what you have to take to God after you make a sin? Devarim. Words. Not only that, after you make the shuva, you just fulfill the mitzvah. So now you get reward. For making the juba means for, for asking for forgiveness, that's already you get sagash in Imar the Kahtov. God says after you make the Shuba, you take good. The law od Ela Shemale Alava Katuf Kilu Ekriv Parim. God considers it if you brought sacrifices. Parim both. Shana Imar Unshalema Farim Sefatenu. That your words, your lip service of Teshuvah will be considered as if what? You brought korbanot. Shemit tomar parechoma. Yeah, maybe you'll say, well, there's different type of korbanot. Maybe it's mandatory korbanot. Which is maybe it's korbanot of, of guilt. Maybe korbanot that are mandatory. Which, what type of korbanot God's considering you brought? Tamud tomar erpa mishubotam ohavim nedava. God's going to consider as if you brought korban nedava. Meaning you brought voluntary korbanot. And therefore you're going to get the credit for that as such. Tanya. Meaning, the Pasuk says that if the person makes the Shuvah, uh, the Pasuk, I will forgive. Erpam Meshuvotam Wabem Nedaba Kishab 
Kishav apimimenu. God says, my anger has left him. Mehem no ne'emar. It doesn't say that collectively people made teshuvah. It just says, mimenu. One person made teshuvah. And what did the Pazuk say? I'm going I'm to heal and forgive everybody. So you see, one man's teshuvah is able to bring a uh, healing to the, or, or forgiveness to the entire world. How does this work? So the explanation might be as follows. We know the principle of which the Mephashim explained that all the neshamot of Am Yisrael are connected. It's all one uh, national soul, we'll call it. And therefore, if we're all connected, anytime there's repercussion, or anytime I should say there's movement on one part of the soul, it's going to create repercussion on the entire national soul. It's like the body. When a person's finger is hurting him, his whole body is hurting him, because the finger is attached to his body. And therefore, the same thing. When one person makes teshuvah, that power of teshuvah is able to shake the entire national soul of Klai Yisrael, because it's attached. And therefore, it's an infusion of teshuvah that goes to the entire body. And therefore, it's possible that a person would say, it's possible that a guy in New York, or let's say, uh, like let's say New York makes teshuvah, and all of a sudden, somebody in Paris, now all of a sudden, wakes up and wants to become a Shomer Shabbat. So you see that our actions do affect the global soul of Klai Yisrael. That's what we're saying over here. That it's possible that if one person sincerely makes a true Teshuvah, God will forgive everybody. Meaning, through your Teshuvah, it will inspire others to make Teshuvah, even if you never saw them. Even if you're not, uh, you're not aware of them. But that's the ability that it has. So that's what it means over here. What's about teshuvah? What makes a person about teshuvah? Amar Rav Yehuda, kegon shebat li liyado davar avera pam lishona ushniya v'nitzol hemena. You were tested once and twice on sins that already you fell. Once already twice you overcome it. You're about teshuvah. Mahver of Yehuda, so Yehuda pointed, he said, hold it. Be'ota isha, it's got to be with the same girl. Be'oto perek, at the same moment, meaning at the same uh, level of lust that you had the first time. Be'oto makom, in the same place as all the environment of the original sin has to repeat itself, then you really consider about Teshuvah, where you know, the, the, the person was able to repeat history again, with the same dynamics were there again, and this time he controlled himself. Now she says, Be'ota isha, be'ota makom, she'avar sham, was the khaftu, she'avar sham, kvar avera, u'b'oto perek, do perek means the same uh, level of yetzrava. Mitok shedome mikol vakol nizman shenechshal. Since it's similar in all aspects to the time that he was nechshal, kevari yetzrom mitkaber alaf. Right, the yetzrom now that she's giving you when all the uh, dynamics are the same, the yetzrava works on the guy and says, which means the Yitzhah is much stronger when the uh, the environment is the same because she did it already once in this case 
So Yisra says, hey, you did it once, just do it again. What's the difference? So they, well, that's the real Ba'ateshuva, where he overcomes it in the, in the proper, uh, in, 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 under, under these conditions. Should you set up the circumstances? Of course not. It seems that the Mephashi do say that if a person is truly seeking Teshuvah, Borei Olam will put him in the position in order to make a proper Teshuvah. Which means God will orchestrate it that the, the teshuvah will be legitimate. That's why a person has to be careful to make teshuvah when he's when he's young, because when he gets older, already the passion that he has when he was young is not going to be the same. So therefore, yeah, it's easy to make teshuvah. Guys, eighty years old, so it's not the same yet. So that's why the pasuk says, "Ashleish yaret Hashem." So the Pasuk is saying, fortunate is a man that fears God. So the Gemara says, Be'odo ish. When he's still a man. What are you still a man? Is a man ever changed from being a man? The explanation, when he's still young and he's strong, ish represents, he's a gibor. Fortunate is a man that makes his run when he's young. He was then already, it's, like, it's considered like we're saying now, Be'odo perik. It's the same time of life that he's going through where his will be accepted. Amari Rav Rame, Rav Rame Ketiv, Rav brought a contradiction in Pesukim. One Pesuk says, Ashre Nisui Pesha, Kisui Hata'a. Fortunate is a person, Nisui Pesha, he carries the Pesha, Kisui Hata'a, he covers his sins. It seems that it's praiseworthy, he doesn't publicize his sins. Kisui Hata'a. Uchtiv Mechasef Pesha'av, Lo Yasliyah. Whoever pursued that says the opposite. One that covers his sins will not succeed. So make up your mind. Are you supposed to cover the sins or are you supposed to reveal them? To that, the Gemara says it depends. Like Asha. Which means, if a person has a sin that's publicly known, then it's proper to go in front of everybody and say, Hatati. Which means, I sin, so everybody will know now. He's mechupar, and the embarrassment will also serve as his kapara. But if there's a certain sin that nobody knows about, so then already better, kisui hata, keep it where you have to go now and, uh, you know, we'll reveal it to, to others. So it depends what type of sin, mefursam or not mefursam. Rav Zutra bar Tuvya Amar of Nachman, kan ba'averot shi adam lahavero, kan ba'averot shi adam lamakom. Which means, when it comes to sins between man to man, then you have to reveal it. You have to go to your friend and tell him, listen, I sinned, or sometimes if you embarrass somebody in public, you can't go just now, uh, ask forgiveness in private. You have to say in front of all the people, uh, you know, uh, I made a mistake. However, when it comes to Adam Namakom, you're not supposed to go confess your sins to others. Because that's already, what? In that case, better to keep it to yourself and just make a private bidui ben adam lamakom. Tanya, Rabbi Yosef Rehuda Omer, Adam over Avera, Pa'am Lishona, Mohalim lo. A person commits a sin. The first time, Mohalim lo, they forgive him. Shiniya, Mohalim lo. Even the second time, they forgive him. Shilishit, Mohalim lo. The third time, they forgive him. Ribbi'im in Mahalim no. Finish. After the fourth time, they don't forgive him. Shin Imar, Ko Amar Hashem, Al Shilosha Pish'e Yisrael. Yes, for the three sins of Israel, Ma'al Arba'a Lo Ashivenu. But on the fourth, Ma'al Ishtirah will not accept it. And it says, Hen Kol Ele 
Yif'al el. God will forgive Paramayim shalosh im gaber twice or three times. Which means we have two Pesukim that teach us that after three times already the sin is not forgiven. And we have to see what that means. But the Gemara says, by the Omer, what do we need two Pesukim for? Maybe you'll say the first Pesuk says, those are the national sins. So maybe as a nation it's three times and the fourth one he doesn't. But maybe on an individual maybe you get more uh, chances. That's why which means whether you individual. You don't think it's only not talking about Christ, it's even talking about the individual. Now we have to understand what this means. How is it possible that a person can commit a sin more than three times? That's it. There's no uh, there's no teshuvah for him. So I'm not mistaken. There's an opinion over here of the rosh. The rosh says like this. Shirviit en mochalim lo. He says like this. Which means not that you don't get forgiven. You don't get forgiven according to the categories that we discussed above. Normally, we said if a guy transgresses an ase. And he makes teshuvah, kapalaz immediately. You did it four times, there's no more immediately. Now you need teshuvah, and you got to get kippur. Which is already, everything becomes downgraded. Furthermore, he says, Vechen imi mitzvat lo ta'aseh. Lo ta'aseh, we said kippur is mechapem. Nah, now you need teshuvah, kippur, plus yisuri. So that's what it means the fourth time. Now you will get forgiven, you get forgiven anything. It's just that the price is going to be a little more difficult. Comes again and continues. Tanu Rabbanan. Averot shetvadeh alehen yom kipurim zeh. Are the sins that a person confessed this kipur? Loit vadeh alehen yom kipurim acher. You shouldn't confess them the next kipur. You finished. You got the shuvah. Don't uh, don't rehash. Don't uh, don't mention them again. Vim shinabaim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vim shinabaim. If you did them again? Of course, the Gulfadot, Yom Kippurim, you have to confess for them for the next Kippur. But if you didn't repeat the sin, and you go back and you confess, on this, the Pasuk says, like a dog that returns to his vomit, he, regur- he, sw- he eats his, re- he regurgitates and then swallows it again, he returns to it. That's like a ksil shoneb evalto. Like an imbecile that repeats his iniquity. Which means you got teshuvah, you have to believe in the teshuvah process, it worked, and therefore, it's finished. He's on the contrary. He's more praiseworthy. He's on the contrary. David Amalek says, My sin is always in front of me. Which is even the sins that I atoned for, Nigdi Tamid. I always remember them to ask for Teshuvah again. How does the rabbi learn the Pasuk about the dog? That goes back to his Kiyoh. When a person commits a sin, and he repeats it, he does it even the second time, it becomes permissible to him. 
Kabbalah Hutralu Salkadata? What do you mean? Can a sin become permissible? What happens is, after a person commits a sin a few times, in his mind, it becomes permissible. So it's like a, a dog that goes after his... It's disgusting, but what? He goes after it. Which means to him, it's appetizing. And therefore, to oppress sin is disgusting. But after a person does it a couple of times... To him it becomes like it's mutab. explains on the first part of the Gemara. The Gemara says if a person made teshuvah and then he commits the sin again, he has to make teshuvah the following kibbutz. Of course, what do you mean? He made a sin again. So he says, even though we say, what's the guy makes his right sins don't, you know, wake up. to remind himself that this is his weakness. Did you have to remind yourself, hey, this is, if I return to it, and this is not the first time I returned, I did this sin before, therefore it'll motivate him to make a bigger teshuvah. Now, the Pasuk says he's compared to like a dog, right? That goes after his kiyo. Uh, this means he shows himself as if he's lacking trust. He doesn't trust in the concept of Teshuvah. Which means, that's the logic of the rabbi, says, don't make Teshuvah again. You got Teshuvah, but you don't believe it worked? Only a guy that doesn't believe it works is going to go back. However, the Benyuna does say, Mikol Makom, Ra'udu lebakesh lachamim belitpanel kol yemei hayab im al slihat avonotah varishrim v'arim liot yarem eparat ulay lukim et chovat v'shom v'shlemutah. He should pray that his teshuvah is accepted. That already, you can pray because you don't know if you made a proper teshuvah. So that's already okay. Rabbi, the answer is no. Areze meshubah. How do you explain that? So the Pasuk says, Ki Pesha'ai ani Heda. David says, I know my sins. But my sins are always in front of me. So he says that she explains, Shamar David, Ani Batuah Shekapara Shekipartali. I know, Ki Pesha'ai ani Heda. I know you forgave me. Ufikach Hattati Kidu Omedin Negdi Tamid. Ba'afshu Yudhe Ani Shashem Sole'a Mu'el Lashavun Vadeh. That's all David says. I don't know. Maybe if I didn't do it the right way, maybe it wasn't wasn't strong enough. So therefore, that's what the Gemara is saying. You should always worry that your teshuvah was not uh, done. That already is considered teshuvah, meaning maybe lishis teshuvah was miyirah. I want to do it now. Have I? I want to go to the to the next level. So that's what means. You should always repeat the sin, the teshuvah for the sin, in order to elevate the uh, level. On this, the Rambam was posek like the Shittah of Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov. And it is praiseworthy to make Teshuvah on the sins, even though you atone for them uh, the following year. Now the Mishnah Ras says, She'af avonot she'ben adam l'chavero. Even the sins between man and man. Af she'mahalo chozeru mitvadeh le'olam. Ve'ainu kegon gezela she'hata gam ben adam l'makom. If a person, let's say, needled his friend with words, 
כיוון שביקש ממנו מחילה, ותוודא מיום כיפורים בתחילה אין צריך לוודות בשני. So he makes a חילוק over here between uh, a sin that you did, let's say, גזלה. So once you return to גזלה, you start to make וידוי את הקדוש ברוך הוא, because it's a sin. That type of sin you have to ask for מחילה constantly. However, on a sin where, let's say, you needed your friend בדברים, once you asked your friend, he gave you מחילה, so the Mishnah says, you don't have to be מתוודש שנית. We worthy to try to figure out what the חילוק is between these two types of sins. In any event, we continue. וסריך לפרוט את החט. Right? The person, you have to be מפרט את you have to itemize it. You have to explicitly say what sin you committed. שנאמר, אנא חטא עם הזה חטא גדולה ויעשו להם אלוהי זהב. Moshe Rabbeinu was asking for forgiveness for the Jewish people worshipping Ha'igel. Moshe Rabbeinu said they have sinned a great sin. What did they do? They made for themselves a golden calf. So he explicitly said the sin. I didn't just say Ha'igel. I said Ba'yasu la'em Elohe Zav Devre Rabbi Yehuda Ben Baba Rabbi Akiva Omer Ashrin Yisui Peshak Yisui Ha'ta'a Better to keep the sin Covered. No, you don't have to explicitly say. But Moshe Rabbeinu did explicitly say that the Jewish people worship the Aigit. The Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu was mentioning the sin to minimize the, the punishment. The Gemara gives a mashal, as she brings it down, to a father that has a son, and he gives him good food, he gives him good drink, he puts a, uh, a necklace of money, a wallet around his neck, and he puts him in the marketplace with zonot. And the kid succumbs to his yetzerara. Who's guilty? The father. You set up the kid in order to commit the sin. So that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Borei Olam, Kivyakol. Listen, all that money you gave them, and all that gold that you gave them when they came out, what do you want? They have all this money, they don't know what to do with it. So therefore when he said, That was not to uh, confess, to, to say the sin. It was in order to mitigate the punishment. The Gemara continues, Shenei tovim amdu lahem Israel. There were two leaders, good leaders, that Abdullah and Israel that served the Jewish nation. Moshe and David. Moshe and David. Moshe Amar, Moshe Rabbeinu told God, Yikatev Surhani. I want you to write explicitly my sin. In the Torah, write it. Shere Amar, Ya'an lohe emantem bil hagnisheni. Anytime it talks about Moshe Rabbeinu not going into Elish Israel, it's always followed by what he did. David Amar al Yikatev Surhani. But David Amar told God, please don't, don't write my, uh, my sin. Shne Amar, Ashle Nisui Pesha Kisui Hata'a. David Amar says, keep it uh, Kisui, keep it uh, hidden. So why? Why, why would the, Moshe act one way and David another way? Mashal. The Moshe and David, the Mad of Abdomen. What is it similar to this, these two great people? The Shten Nashim Shilaku Bebeti. Two ladies went to court. And they were both punished for Malkut, for lashes. 
Ahad Kilkela. One lady got lashes because she committed adultery. And she was warned if she's going to commit adultery, she's going to get lashes. And the other lady, she ate unripened fruit of the Shemitah. Now, eating unripened fruit is a suit because the Torah says you're allowed to eat the fruits of Shemitah until a certain point, but you're not allowed to destroy them. Eating unripened fruits is considered destroying them because you didn't let them ripen. So Now, obviously, the sin of Znut is much more serious than the punishment of eating uh, the figs of uh, Shemitah. Now, both of them are getting the same punishment. So what do the ladies do? So the lady that ate the fruits of Shemit, what does she say to the Betin? Please, please let everybody know why I'm getting lashes. Which means, uh, I don't want them to think that I committed the same sin as she did. Now they're going to say, ah, two ladies committed to them. No, no, expose me what I did. So what they do, the judge? They took a, a, a basket of figs of shivit, they, they tied it around her neck. Right? They said, she ate fagish shivit. So the same logic is by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, in his time, the Jewish people committed a great sin. That's why they didn't go into Israel. Why? Because they believed the spies. Now, believing the spies was considered a great avon. God said the land is good. And now the spies come back and say the land is all good. I'm yourselves crying and all that. So they don't go into Israel. Moshe Rabbeinu says, eh, expose my sin. Because if you don't expose it, it's going to be thought that I was also with the spies. So therefore, the Pasuk, and why was Moshe Rabbeinu punished? Because the Pasuk says, he told Bnei, he says, Shim'unahamurim. He called the Jewish people rebels. Alright, that's not uh, considered a sin like, uh, you know, questioning God's ability like the Jewish people did when it came to the sins of the smarts. They were Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, write it. However, David HaMelech, he was not comparing to anybody. Therefore he said, keep it, uh, keep it hidden. What do we have to reveal the sin? Comes the Gibran and says, Mefarsemin eta hanefin mepene we have to publicize the hypocrites or the the people that are two-faced. You have to expose them. Why? Because of the halul Hashem that they cause. What's going on? Nashi. Shen Rishaim. We're talking about wicked people. Umar'in atzmam kisadikim. They give the impression as if they're righteous. Im yesh makir b'ma'asab. If there's people that know about this person's Bad ways, mitzvah lefarsemo. It's a mitzvah to publicize it. Why? Bepnei halul Hashem. Shibnei Adam lemedin mimaasaf. Because people are going to learn from his ways. Shesimurim alav shu sadiq. First of all, you got to keep the people away from him. Because the people think he's a sadiq, so they're going to learn from him. So you got to expose the guy. Number two, ve'od. When eventually his bad deeds are going to catch up to him, he's going to get punished. What are the people going to say? The people are going to say, uh, what is all this Zechariot worth? He got punished anyway. They're not going to realize he really wasn't a Sadiq that he's professing to be. So therefore you got to expose the, uh, the fakers. Fine line, it's between and right, When the Sadiq leaves his righteousness, and he's going to do iniquity bad, so God says, I'm going to put a stumbling block in front of him. Which means, God says, I'm going to trip him up 
and know that he becomes exposed. God says, I'm going to put a sin in front of him, and he's going to be nechshah, so everybody's going to know who this guy is. So therefore, there's a mitzvah, you see, Borei Olam exposes them. So therefore, you see that there's a mitzvah to expose the sinners. Mefatsimim to publicize. Comes the Gemara and says, Teshuvat hamuchlatim me'akevet apur'anut. Mukhlatin, as she says, are the shine gimurim. Meaning, uh, conclusive, uh, Their teshuvah is me'akev de puranut. It delays the punishment. Even though let's say it was a gazadin on him, and normally when there's a gazadin, God doesn't, uh, you know, when it's sealed at least, God doesn't take it off. But a true teshuvah, even of the rishaim, the uh, punishment can be overturned. So look at how to learn. Some want to say it could just be delayed, and someone look could even be. Uh, you know, uh, undone. Something blot means it's delayed. And someone would say, no, it could even be uh, the gazelle's ripped up. Shalvat Rishaim. The tranquility of the Rishaim. Sofa Takala. Eventually leads them to sin. When a person has a lot of uh, tranquility and free time, it gives them time to sit and plot and scheme and get himself into trouble. And therefore the tranquility and peace of the Rishayim, it ends up in what? Takala. Ends up in, uh, it's going to make sense. Another rule. People that are involved in powerful positions, positions of leadership, that's Rishut, as she says, Rabbanut, it buries its incumbents. Meaning, uh, a person has shorter life if he's involved in those positions. And the proof is from Yosef. It says, Yosef Implying that Yosef died before his brothers. Why? He was the viceroy of Egypt. So it seems those type of positions cause a person to die younger. The simple logic would be, from a health standpoint, stress. the stress and the effort and the time and the nerves, that already takes its toll on the uh, physical body. And the spiritual understanding is that the leader is responsible for the sins of the people under him. And therefore, he's held accountable. Just no says, You came into this world, Arum. Which means you were naked, you didn't have anything. The power, you didn't have. When a person leaves the world, he also leaves without the power. We hope that a person should leave the world like he came in the world. Just like when he came in the world, he didn't have sin. So too, when he leaves the world, he also should be clean from sin. Rav, when he used to go out to judge, he was a judge. So before he go to the court, he would say the following words of Musar to himself. Amarachem. <coughs> A person gives his soul back to death, but not so willingly. How do you give back your soul to God willingly? If I corrupt the judgment, that's my free will. 
And by corrupting the judgment, I'm going to cause myself sin, which is going to bring me death. Which means it's in my uh, ability to, to make this sin. I am not getting any benefit. My household is not getting any benefit from these court proceedings. Meaning, I don't have anything to gain. I don't take any money for this. He used to judge for free. And I am going to come home empty pocketed. Which means I hope that my uh, going to the court, just like I went to the court without any uh, uh, money, without any bribe, so too I should come home also clean the same way. Rabba, when he used to go out to the court, Amarachi would say the same exact concept, but now we can read it in Nashi because it's on the Amud Rishon. meaning Birtson Atzmo, his own will, lekatala nafik. Nashi says Birtson Atzmo lekatala zil lisa onesh chetshema yishge bedin. If I make a mistake in the judgment, it's my sin. But Atzmo Amar, he's talking to himself. Utzvo betel letu avid. Rashi says, When all this court proceedings and all this, I'm not doing anything for my household. I'm not making any money on this. And I'm going to go home empty-pocketed. Just like before I went to the court case, I went without sin. It's sin. So too when I come home, I should have the same... Plainly, there is no sin. I shouldn't have a consequence of a corrupt judgment. Now we're talking about over here, Rava, when he would see Ambuha, it was like an entourage of people that were escorting him. You know, because he was the rabbi, so they were giving him an escort. So he didn't want the kavod to get to his head. So therefore, he would say the following pasuk in order to keep him humble. Amar. Means if a person's call it his glory, let's say his eminence reaches the heavens. I mean a person has the kavod reaches the heavens. His head reaches the skies. He reminds himself at the end of the Pasuk says Yoved. He's going to be destroyed like his own excrement. He looks like the excrement eventually decays. So therefore, even a guy's all the way on top, his head's in the clouds and all that, and the end, what's going to be with him? And therefore, All those that admired him and looked at him, they're going to say, where is he? He's going to disappear. So that would be a certain type of uh, mitigating factor for the rabbi, Rava, in order not to let the kavod of the entourage uh, get to his head and affect his personality. Baruch Amen.